Blog Talk Radio. Infinite Love Talk Radio. We are your hosts, Doug and Jackie, and we are ready to bring you another exciting hour of the hottest show on, you guessed it, blog, talk radio. That's right, and you can join us live by calling 347-215-8305, or you know you can go in our chat room throughout the entire show. And today, you know, guess what, everybody? We are paying tribute to the late and oh-so-great Bob Marley. Not only do we love his music, we love his legend. Also, we had the honor of going to uh, the beautiful island of Jamaica and seeing Bob's home and his final resting place while we were on vacation there a few years ago, and it was truly, truly a fantastic and great experience. Yes, baby, it was. And remember remember when we drove up there, let's share with them a little bit about the experience driving up there from the narrow roads to the gentleman that was running track and just having a good time running alongside of the bus because he saw, you know, Americans on there. Let's talk about that a little bit. It was absolutely fantastic. When we found out that we could go uh, visit Bob's mausoleum, and that is where he is actually Mm -hmm. resting um, right now, we were just ecstatic, we said, because obviously we love the music, we love the culture of what Bob brought to the world, and Mm -hmm. we just jumped on the opportunity. And we all got into a bus that we rented, and we went there. And I I will tell you, though, on our way there, we were going down, when I say narrow roads, it wasn't enough room for the bus to be on, but it was two lanes, and it was scary as I don't know what. One side, there was a cliff that went hundreds and hundreds of feet down, and the other side, mm-hmm. there were cars coming at you full speed ahead. It took us about two and a half, three hours to get there. It's way, way up in the mountains, but it was just an awesome awesome experience when he talks about in one of his songs about laying his head on the rock uh it's right there. You can touch it and see it, and they explain to you that this is right here is where Bob wrote the song, and it, it was just awesome experience. I, I can't even say enough. My husband is right. It was fantastic, um, you know, from all the way down from jamming to No Woman, No Cry and all the rest of the songs that Bob Marley is famous for, um, not just the simple fact of that. And we're going to talk a little bit more about it in, later in the show is about his kid, you know, his sons, Ziggy and, you know, the rest of them that are also singers and the music that they bring. And then, you know, I know the show is a tribute to Bob Marley. And, and out of all due respect, he is, when you think of reggae music, you think of the epitome of reggae, you think of the God Godfather of Reggae, and that is Bob Marley. Then you also have artists like Capleton and, and others that just really just, I mean, they lift your spirits. As soon as you hear their music, as soon as you hear the vibe of it, it's wonderful. And it's, it's crossed all the cultures and borderlines, um, you know, and race lines. Everybody loves reggae, wouldn't you say, babe? Oh, no question. And you know we are talking about Robert mm-hmm. Nesta Marley. And when he first started out, he was doing what they call ska, and that's a different mm-hmm. type of music in Jamaica. And then all of a sudden you hear about this Bob Marley, and he comes out 
out with uh, albums like Legend, which I, I call the Bob Marley Starter Kit. So if you want to get a Legend and you want to find out about <laughs> Bob Marley, start with Legend. Uh, then obviously he had Exodus. But I would say my favorite is Talking Blues. To anybody out there who wants to hear Bob Marley, you can actually, before each song on Talking Blues, you hear him in an interview and he's talking. You can get the vibe and hear his mindset, different things like that. And then, of course, we cannot get Bob Marley in the Whalers, no natural mystic war. Of course, great Peter Tosh, family man, all of the people that really, truly helped make Bob Marley in, in, as he went on through life because he was just such what I call a prophet. And, uh, and a lot of the times you look and he's iconic, in iconic status, the message of love that he spread. And it turned political as they um, there was a failed and botched assassination, unfortunately, of um, on his life. And then what was so powerful about Bob is, I believe it was the day or the uh, two days after that, after he got out of the hospital, he united all of the people in Jamaica in a concert, both political parties. He brought them on stage. He was in the middle, one political party on one side and another on the other side. He held their hands, lifted them up in the air, and I, I really just think lifted the whole world and this little island of Jamaica that, that was just blasting onto the scenes. He really, really set the tone, and truly, after blessing the world with liquid lyrics, touching verses, and breathtaking performances. He succumbed to cancer, but he left the world with iconic jewels that will be listened for millenniums to come. And with that, I just want to take a quick break, and I want you guys to hear a little bit about why we love Bob Marley so much. Here we go. This is Jammin' by Bob Marley.
And guess what? We know you guys love Karen Jam, and so do we, bringing it back. That's Bob Marley. You can always get it. Go to Amazon.com. Go wherever music is sold. They going to have Bob Marley there. Make sure you get his greatest hits. It's on there. Honey, I mean, what does that song make you feel like? You you know, babe, when you say that, I mean, just when I said liquid lyrics earlier, I, I would have to say this to everybody, that Bob Marley changed my life. When I first heard No Woman, No Cry, I, I would say that he planted a seed of realization that life is, is much bigger than we, we may think. And when you hear that, baby, jamming, lyrics like can't be bought or sold, life is worth much more than gold, these are things that you oh look at and it just, it, if you don't get a realization, if it doesn't touch you, I, I really don't know what to say because so many simple lessons, and I'm going to paraphrase here, but in one of his um, uh, lyrics, he talks about the bucket going to the well and one day the bottom will drop out, and that's just too much of anything. You just The lessons are so abundant in his music, mm-hmm. uh, such a beautiful person, and, and just the music is so, so definitely and dearly profound to me, and I, I know all the true listeners that enjoy Mr. Robert <laughs> Nesta Marley. I, and I have to ask you, what is your favorite top three songs from Bob Marley? And I see the call lines heat, heating up and everything, you guys, and you can feel free to jump in the conversation, or you can sit back, kick your feet up, and relax and just enjoy the show. You can call in live anytime throughout our show, any Saturday at 5 o'clock, unless, of course, we have to change the time due to unexpected circumstances at 347-215-8305. Had to do uh, station identification there for you. But, babe, what are your favorite three songs? You, you, I couldn't, if I tried, I couldn't give you a favorite three <laughs> songs because there are, so, there are so many. I mean, obviously, No Woman, No Cry, uh, Natural Mystic, War, uh, like I said, the whole Talking Blues album because you actually get to hear him speak and hear the things that he was saying. Um, God, baby, that was about five right there. I'm sorry. But I, I can't give you three because there is no one that stands. Oh, maybe no woman, no cry, because truly I think that was the first one that I heard that really touched me in a way that I was just like, wow, who is this? And do you hear what he's saying? And I must I must tell you guys, you know, that is definitely my favorite. And we when we finish on this segment, because this is a tribute to Bob Marley, we're talking everything Mr. Bob Marley. We are definitely going to let y'all hear No Woman, No Cry. So don't worry about that. You're going to get to entice your ears in just a little while. Um, you know, we talked about Jamaica. We talked about, you know, how many times on the show, you guys, countless times, we talked about how much we love going to Jamaica, how beautiful it is, the resort we stay at. Um, it's called Half Moon, and we um, learned about it through an interview that Whitney Houston um, done a long time ago and said that was one of her favorite places to go. We happened to be going to Jamaica, so we said, let's try this resort out. We had a blast. Me and my husband went many years ago when he was playing basketball for the Toronto Raptors, and we just enjoyed ourselves fully. We've been back uh, too many times to count, and we're going to continue to go back there. It's a lovely place. It's a family atmosphere. It's drop-dead gorgeous. You can go and visit the city. We love taking the buses in, you know, or you rent a, a private car, whatever you want to do, and go into the city. You can enjoy their food. they got these places that, you know, cook fish, and they broil it, and they do it right outside on the grill, and it's authentic Jamaican cuisine. We don't get enough of it. There's golf courses. There's so much to do, not to mention on the actual resort, there's swimming, tennis, 
mall, you know, spas, shopping. Um, you ride in these golf carts. You can rent as many of them as you need. You can run. You can walk. It's, and it's, you know, it's gated in. It's just a fantastic place. So if you have children, you don't have to worry about them getting lost. It's just a wonderful place. Jamaica, we can't say enough about it. That's Bob Marley's home. Um, it's our favorite, favorite place on this earth to go. And, um, you know, like I said, this, this segment and this whole show is dedicated to the late, great Mr. Bob Marley. Yeah, man. <laughs> Bob Marley is, I mean, when you go to Jamaica, mm-hmm. and Bob Marley has uh, passed away now, it has been, uh, I, I hate to think, um, probably yeah, long 30 time. years or something like that, but it seems like he was just there yesterday because he touched so, so many people. He is everywhere. We're talking about an icon, an icon not only of the island of Jamaica and Jamaican people, but we're talking about the world over. And if you ever read up on him, as I do quite often, you hear about people and they talk about, like, we're talking legendary people who have seen, you know, the greatest of the greats play different jams and stuff like that, and some of them have just said, you know what, I went and saw him, and people said, go see him, and I've never witnessed something like that in my life. So check out the music, Yaman, Bob Marley. And here you guys go, right now.
Yes, yes, that is Bob Marley, everybody. And when you hear those lyrics, good friends we've had, good friends we've lost along the way. In this bright future, you cannot forget your past. These are such simple lessons given to us. And then, of course, in and off with everything's going to be all right. That's for everybody out there to know Bob Marley is spreading the word of love. One love, that is our son Douglas's favorite song, by the way. Everything's going to be all right. Thank you, guys. Um, we're going to jump right on down into beauty and fashion. I see the call lines is definitely still heating up. Um, if you could turn down your volume, that would be wonderful. I know we feel in this, too. But you know what? Let's just try to just, you know, move on to the next phase. It really, you know, gives it makes you melancholy when you think about the fact that he's no longer with us. But guess what? His music lives on. Um, jumping right on down, are you living the lifestyle you truly want? And do you, you know, do you have any fashion questions, beauty? questions because if you do you come to the right place we got the hot tips and answers for you guys all this information is right here on all these topics and we're going to begin with this sales for the summer merchandise is on if you guys really want to get your pre-holiday shopping off to a great start make sure you hit up all the favorite stores like nordstrom target bb's mikey town amazon.com and many many others they are closing out a lot of the summer clothing a lot of the um, lighter weight stuff because it is full swing winter time almost you guys which really considered fall right now but the winter is upon us we're wearing cold you know warm jackets even in places that's hotter normally so make sure you hit them up they got some great sales going on that's right and for anybody out there that sometimes you say oh what was his name what was his name and you can't remember let me tell you nintendo ds the hottest game on the market you can check your iq the game is called brain age and it comes brain age one brain age two uh you're gonna love it it helps with your eye you test your iq but especially memory all types of stuff. this is a hot game nintendo ds brain age did you hear it? Did you hear it? It's exciting, y'all. We're giving you guys the hottest tips, and we're answering your questions about beauty and fashion. Guess what? The next one is baking soda. If you've ever brushed your teeth and you want them to be extremely, extremely white, and you've ever tried brushing your teeth with baking soda, then you already know the secret. If you haven't, try baking soda, and it will brighten your teeth to near white. Now, in your shower, if you always lay down that bar of soap and then you pick it up and it's kind of squishy <laughs> and you're not really yeah. digging it and you yeah. don't like it, <laughs> Well, I got something for you. Check out Dove Body Wash. It comes in a nice container, ah, nice and clean. You sit it. it up there. And my favorite <laughs> is cucumber and green tea. Everything green I love, but Dove Body Wash, cucumber and green tea. I got my wife looking at me like, yes. <laughs> you guys know out. what? He's telling you the truth. That is our favorite, and my husband does love that. But it's funny because he got some other um, flavors that he loves, too, that he'll save for future shows. So you guys want to tune in and get those. Next, I have Daisy. And I'm not talking about daisies like the flower daisies. I'm talking about Daisy Perfume for Women. And it's by Marc Jacobs, and it smells good. You guys know I'm into all that. And I'm telling you, it has this little flowery top. If you go into, like, a Nordstrom's or something, it's got me queasy right now because it smells so good. You can spray it on your handbags, on your clothes. You can even brush it, you know, spray it on your brush. So when you brush your hair, you can smell it in your hair. It's just wonderful. And, again, it's called Daisy. It's by Marc Jacobs, and that's my um, fragrance tip for this week. Well, I'm going to follow that up. And when my <laughs> wife said, Daisy, everybody said, we're playing word games. And I say Kiehl's. And when I say Kiehl's, I don't mean like uh, K-I-L-L-S. K-H-E-I-L-S. He's feeling it. In 1851, that's when they started making this stuff. That's how good it smells. And my favorite, my wife's favorite, our son's favorite, it's called Horse Rain. 
Check it out. Kills the fragrance that kills. Yes. <laughs> Well, guess what, you guys? That sums up that segment of um, beauty, fashion, and lifestyle. And I'm going to jump right on down. We have a guest that we may be welcoming to the show later on, and I'll just give you a little hint to show the game, and that's all I'm going to say. But guess what? We're going to do 60 seconds with DC, and it begins. You ready? You ready? Uh-oh. You're not ready? Okay, it begins right now. Well, 60 seconds with D.C. I could go over today, everybody. And first of all, I want to say congratulations, Yanks. Yes, pinstripes, baseball royalty, Babe Ruth, Mickey Mano, Reggie, Bernie, Joe, the list goes on. Can you say classic pinstripes? Come on, give some credit. Pretty, pretty filthy. Steinbrenner, one billion in the Bronx, now number 27. Ironically, the skipper Joe G's number, oh, my. Godzilla has struck, and he took the MVP. That's Hideki Matsui swinging from Japan. Johnny D, yes, Beantown is mad. Another championship for him. CC, I see you. You're hurling the rock. The ace don't stop. Mark Tachiria, who better ask or better yet, when he stands up, just cheer ya. Now A-Rod gets the nod. Take him deep. First ring. More to come. Everybody looking dumb, thinking he can't produce, and he done <laughs> let the bat loose. He's not short. Stop. All balls, though. Like a wall. Yo, yeah, Derek Jeter. So go, Sweeter. Pinstripes are back. You need to close it out. No doubt. I got the man. Get him. He makes them look grim. Mariano Rivera, two innings of no-no. That's that. Splat 2009-2010 champ got on Yankees caps. Respect. <laughs> you guys know what? He's clowning. That was off the hook. I'm really, really impressed, honey. I'm proud. I had no idea. He was smiling. I was like, you got your 60 seconds with D.C. today, teasing him because he always gets me because I go over. And he's like, yeah, I got it. I got it. So then I'm like, are you ready? He's shaking his head, looking at me like, no, or like he's afraid or something. No, he has it. And then just it, just blew me out the water. But, you know, next week, hmm. Everybody just watch. I'm going to have something for y'all. And um, we're going to jump right on down to that time of the show where, you know, we slow it down a little bit and we turn down the, the volume and turn down the lights. But we got our son here with us today, so we're not going to do that. We're just going to go ahead. <laughs> he just frowned at me. We're just going to go ahead and share a little poetry with you guys. And then we'll do this week's listening, um, listener questions, comments, thoughts, and so on and so forth. And we will begin um, this week with my husband doing the lovely honors of the poetry. Yeah, you know what? I got a little something for everybody. My wife said poetry, and I was like, what, 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 what? Okay, well, we're just in the <laughs> love and romance section, so we're going to keep it love, love. Okay. That's right, love. Backwards, it's almost evolved. Two letters short, runs deep, hurts deeper. Leave them or love them, which is cheaper. Love costs, but love don't have a price. Go figure. It feels so nice. Wow. Given to us all by the Most High, if you don't have it, you feel like you will die. Hate is not its opposite because love doesn't have one. From birth till life ends, it's right there for you. Let me stop because I don't want to bore you. As Bob asked, could this be love? Well, my friends, it's up to you. That word love is all you got to do. That's love. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. Wow, honey. Thank you so much for that. Was that for me? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I guess that was for all of us, y'all. <laughs> Here, check this out, you guys. This is a little episode of Shani's latest song. It's called The Hardest Part. Here you go.
Y'all, I'm going to go ahead on and I'm going to give you this week's listener, excuse me, I don't know why I keep getting, probably because I ate too much Subway today. But anyway, um, <laughs> the listener questions and comments are, honey? Okay, I got it. Jackie, <laughs> what is the sexiest part of you, in your opinion, and does the same to you? Um, I would have to say probably, and my phone's beeping, you guys, and everything. I'm like all thrown off. I would have to say that part would be if you know, oh, my son heard it. He's got his hands in his ears. Oh, this is hard, y'all. No, 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 for real. This is hard, you guys. Okay, the sexiest part of me would probably be, hmm, I would say my skin, I think. Everybody always tells me, oh, my God, you have beautiful skin, and my husband always says that and stuff. He says it's like vanilla, so I would say my skin. Honey, what's yours? Vanilla, yeah. See, because I didn't say nothing bad. I would have to say that the sexiest part of me is my soul. Oh, that's hot. Okay, and they didn't say if it had to be outer or inner, so that's beautiful. Yeah, he does have a beautiful inner soul, you guys. Number two is, Doug, what's your favorite love song? Oh, you know, I saw that, babe, in questions and comments, and I was like, well, I didn't want to ask me. I got so many. So I named three, and I had to throw Bob in there, and we already played that one. But Teddy Pentagraph, Turn Off the Lights, Isley Brothers, Between the Sheets, and Luther, If This World Was Mine. You guys go check that out and then send me your favorite. How about that? Wait a minute. You was going 90 miles an hour. Slow that down again. What are they again? Pentagraph, Turn Off the Lights. Okay. Isley Brothers, Between the Sheets, and Luther. Andros, if this world was mine. Okay, we're going to tell you about that second one, y'all. We kind of first oh, met and oh, <laughs> our son's God. looking at us. Okay, okay, okay. You okay, okay, could give each, other any, uh, give each other anything in the world, what would it be? What's the question again, babe? It says, guys, if you could give each other anything in the world, what would it be? If I could give Doug anything in the world, I would give him the biggest, hugest, juiciest amusement park ever so that our little boy, Douglas, could play all day to his heart was content with his cousin, Ray Mail, and all his little buddies. And, and of course, we'd have to bring in Uncle Tyrone, too, so that he could play with those guys. What would you well, give me, baby? I would say, you know, Luther said, if this world were mine, uh, I would place at your feet what would you all that I own. Because oh. you guys are taking lyrics out. Now, check this one. Baby, Jackie, can you give me and my husband three tips to making our marriage strong as he's a basketball player, too, and I want to ensure I'm his support system as you are Doug? Three tips. I would have to say thank you, Anonymous, for sending this. I wish I knew who you was so I could see if your husband's better than mine. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I would give respect. You guys have to give each other respect. You have to have communication regardless if you want to hear what each other has to say or not, and it's not always going to be easy. And three, it would be loyalty. And um, you definitely got to be loyal to each other. It's hard, I know, for some people, but if you know what you want, then you just you just roll with that. And then four is, I say, liad, and that means love each other down, meaning make sure you put them first. You know, take care of their needs. My husband cooks. I don't cook. I can, but I don't cook as well as he does, so he always cooks good food and that kind of stuff. And that's just a, another form of showing that that person means the world to you and you really care a lot about them. So that's what I mean by love each other down. So those are my three tips, and then that extra one's a bonus for you. That was beautiful. I like the bonus. 
Tell me what you think, honey. I mean, I know they didn't ask, but I want to know what do you think they can do to help their marriage stay strong? Uh, you guys tune in next week, and right here, I'm going to give you those three tips just for you. Okay. <laughs> it's about that time. Well, everybody knows when the beat drops, time yeah. music can bring in uh-huh. the because he's Close, I know it's not far. Wizzle, are you with me? <laughs> Is he beatboxing? He's right there. That's Wizzle right there. Wizzle, are you there? What's happening? Hello, there hello, he hello. is. I was getting my, I was getting my popcorn. <laughs> I was trying to get prepared for the show. I got macadamia nuts, popcorn, and coffee. <laughs> Word up, Wizzle. You know what? I just want to know, have you heard about this $2,000 mouthpiece? I don't know if you heard about this. Monday Night Football, John Gruden started talking about it, and I happened to read about it in the paper today. And what it does, in case you didn't hear, Wizzle, it, they said that it aligns your teeth and your jaw in such a way that it aligns your spine that gives you more more uh, athletic performance and strength on a short term. Have you, have you heard anything about that? I haven't heard anything about it, but I, I'm curious about it. Is, is there, a, is there a, some type of a informational website or something? Or I mean, honestly, I, you know I'm, what? I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure if they, I'm going to get you the information, but a $2,000 mouthpiece, I don't know. But they say, and he protests on Monday Night Football that it works, it works, it works. So we're going to have to check into the $2,000 mouthpiece. Just walking around, if it gives me a little extra uh, pep in the step, I might have to check it out. Now, Whistle Manny exercises a $20 million option. He will be back with the L.A. Dodgers. Was that smart or not? That was a good option for Manny. Uh, obviously, he has a lot to prove right now. Uh, he wants to get back and, and obviously end on a higher note and, and earn that big one that he has coming. So uh, I think it was a good move. He's very popular there. Uh, obviously, he's somewhat happy, and, I, and it's not a bad place for him to, to end things and then to move on to other endeavors. No question about it. Now, college football whistle, Stanford, they did it to USC and they do it to Oregon. They upset the Oregon Ducks. Uh, this could have been Oregon's time to really step into the national championship pitcher because, you know, there are going to be some teams with some losses, and them with one loss really puts them in the lead category. But now Stanford uh, upsets them. What do you say about Oregon? What happened out there? Well, you know, that just really goes to, to tell you about the, the, the type of competition that there is in the Pac-10 and the parity that there is within the league. Uh, you go to any state, you can get upset, and it just really, really shows that as dominant as a team may appear, uh, every team uh, really, really gets up for any, every team, and it's it's really extraordinary. Well, one more upset that uh, was in the workings today, Northwestern beat Iowa, number four Iowa, undefeated Iowa, never ranked that high Iowa in uh, their quarterback sprains his ankle severely and will probably be out for the next three to six weeks maybe, which could maybe spell their season. Uh, what do you say about the Hawkeyes? You know, they're a very, very good team. Uh, obviously, these kind of things happen in football, uh, pro football, uh, professional baseball, uh, college athletics, up and down. You know, it really, really shows the guys try and play hard. And it's really dangerous out there. You can really hurt yourself, and uh, you need to compensate the college athlete. 
No question about it. Now you talk about Alabama, Gumbo, LSU. No, I'm talking about we talking about Alabama, LSU, and the Bama boys. Did they get it done or not? I'm not sure right now. The last I heard, they were up. Uh, I believe that they were on their way to handle the business. But, but you know damn well, we're going to go and have some crawfish and stuff when we're done with it. <laughs> no question. Now, Whistle, basketball is taking off. It is that time of the year. And I, I just, before, you know, all of this hoopla gets started, I got to get your comments. Everyone's saying, LeBron James, LeBron James, where will he go? Where will he go? Well, I had two other guys also that I wanted to know where you think they might go. You got LeBron James, uh, you got D Wade, and then you know you got a guy by the name of Rudy Gay, who I think is flying a little bit under the radar, and he could help some teams if he gets the right coach. Where do you think these guys may end up? When you're looking at LeBron, I said you know possibly New York City because hey, if you want to be on the biggest stage, there's no bigger than the mecca of Madison Square Garden. What do you think about LeBron? Well, obviously, uh, he really spoke highly of the garden. And let's be honest about it, and you got a really entertaining thought. If you were to, if LeBron was to somehow come out uh, of the Knicks locker room, more than likely the lineup that the Knicks have with LeBron could probably beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, right now, that's the way I see it. They have, you know, David Lee. Uh, a lot of the young guys are really uh, some good talent out there. Duhon, some guys who really are smart with the ball, and I think that they can make some things happen. I mean, you know, I, I'm just just something to entertain. And again, uh, they would step the the, the 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 payroll and the personnel up to to really really compete because uh, obviously the, there's a big three out there in the East. No question. Well, I, I truly agree with you. I think that LeBron can go to the New York Knicks. People are talking about him and Jay-Z and maybe in Jersey, but I, I just don't see that happening. New York has the money to spend. You need, the NBA needs really a, a marquee player, a marquee organization like the Knicks because you got Los Angeles. Kobe is holding that down, will be probably for the next two to three more years, and they're probably going to put the pieces around him. Well, now you need something on the East Coast. Obviously, you got Boston, but Boston is not New York City. And when you talk about New York City, LeBron on that stage doing the things, obviously he's going to be Olympian again, so that's going to just be more publicity. And like you said, they have some really good parts and pieces that when you add him and maybe a player or two to the pot with that upstyle D'Antoni offense could be very, very uh, flammable is the word that I might use, and uh, I truly agree with you. What do you think about D. Wade? Where where could he go? Is he headed home to Chicago? Well, you know what? Uh, that seems to be more than likely. Uh, obviously, I've heard rumors about him uh, starting a construction or finishing the construction on a very nice home he was building there. Uh, so, uh, you know, and also if you can recall, there was games where he played there and hopped on the. Hopped on the hopped up like Michael Jordan and said, "This is my house." So there's something <laughs> to keep in mind with that too. But uh, but also keep in mind that Jay Z said that if I don't get LeBron, well, I get Dwayne Wade. Oh, so you gotta check check the little rap out. Check Jay Z's new album out and uh, check that line out. That's a nice one that he throws in there because that's not bad either. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, Duwade is not a bad second choice, and there are but there are a bunch of them. But one of the young guys, Rudy Gay, I think obviously he's a restricted free agent, so Memphis Grizzlies can match any offer sheet that is made to him. But if the offer comes big enough, 
you know, a three-guy, wiry, long, incredibly long arms can put the ball in the hole. But, uh, you know, with the right coaching, uh, man, I think sky's the limit for Rudy Gay. Is there any – do you think he'll be back in Memphis or he might step out a little bit? Um, Obviously, they would and should win him back in Memphis. But uh, he would be the perfect fit for a Laker team if you were to somehow – the to, to ship Lamar Odom, not to be like that and break their continuity up, but he's kind of that type of player. Or if you can take him and incorporate him in that type of system, uh, obviously he could play well. Uh, he would work well in Portland. He's very athletic. He has a nice shot. Uh, I, I really like his approach, and he plays with a scowl on his face, which is very important to me because that means you get down the right way. So, uh, I no like question. The young man well, is heading he- the right direction. Well, you, you mentioned the Portland Trailblazers. Well, so I'd be remiss without getting your comments on a young team that uh, right now I, I really think they're going through the league. They're going to face some ups and downs. Do you think there's any possible way? Obviously, if Odom plays the way that he played last night, that really puts him into a league category. But at the same time, a lot of jump shooters. What do you think about the Blazers' chances to uh, uh, move along in the Western Conference past the first round? Well, I think they have a very, very good chance. Uh, they have a very athletic. Uh, they can play both ways, up-tempo and, and set, set up a half-court offense. Uh, if, again, like you like you just said, if, uh, if Greg Oden comes with that type of game and, and plays solid numbers, uh, uh, they'll be tough to beat. Again, it really, really highlights the other uh, personnel and the players that will be out on the court in terms of Aldridge and Outlaw. And uh, maybe even Miller just catching the ball and making the right pass and putting it in the right place. So uh, uh, they're, they're, it's, it's, it's interesting to see because uh, they got young talent, but at the same time there's veteran talent. So hey, three years, you should know what you're doing or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no questions about it. you got to be a veteran by three-year period. That's 36 months. If you can't do it in the end, it's time to get out of town. But Rip City, got to give me one of those jerseys. Those was hot last night, by the way. Yay! Now, did you see that? That was off the hook. Now, did you see by any chance the Breeders' Cup race today? I don't know if you did, but for all the horse racing fans out there, all I can say is Zinetta, baby, Zinetta. That's what's happening the big Philly ran them down, Wizzle. It was one of the most incredible horse races that I've ever seen in my life. It was fantastic. And uh, just congratulations to the owners of Zenyetta. Now, jumping into that time, Wizzle, you know what's happening. It's NFL. And I'm going to start it off with one of the hottest games of this week, and that is the hard-hitting Baltimore Ravens at Cincinnati. And Chad Ochocinco sends some deodorant because he said that he's going to stink up the joint. What's happening? <laughs> Isn't that something else? Uh, I think this is going to be a very tough, hard-hitting game. Uh, the question is if they'll be able to, to stop Cedric Benson, and uh, I'm not sure if they'll be able to do that. At the same time, Joe Flacco is a hot quarterback, and they really, really need to get this game right now. So I'm going to go with the desperation, desperation play of Baltimore in this game. Woo! Everybody, Chad's going to send Wizzle something. I don't know what it's going to be, but he's going to definitely send him something. Houston at Indy, no Bob Sanders. He's out for the whole year. Wizzle, who do you got in this one? I have Houston, and uh, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, I got I got Indy in that one, and I realized that that probably wasn't the, the, the popular call. I just think that uh, they'll be able to move the ball appropriately. 
And uh, it's no disrespect because, uh, obviously, Houston is playing very, very well right now. Uh, they have the leading quarterback and receiver in the league right now. So, But I'm going to go with Indy in that one. I just think that they will pull it out. Okay. Well, we got Kansas City at Jacksonville, some cellar dwellers. But nonetheless, this could be a hard-hitting affair. Who do you got, KC or Jacksonville? Obviously, I got Jacksonville, no disrespect to Kansas City. Uh, obviously, they just picked up, uh, uh, I forget his name, Mason, or, or I'm sorry, the, the player that was released, the receiver released from the Chargers. They picked him up, uh, Chambers, and he's very, very good, and uh, I think he'll be a, a pleasant addition. But uh, I think that uh, Jacksonville will have a little business. Now, in a, a game that is, is going to be one that's probably going to fly a little under the radar, but always at the top with New England, but Miami at New England, Miami ball control, can they get in there and, and squeak one out uh, against the Pats? You know, uh, I, I, I would give them the nine, but I, I just think that New England is starting to play well right now. They're starting to find their stride as a team. Uh, I think it's just going to be a, a very, very tough game. It's going to be a, uh, a close game, but I think in the end, Mr. Brady pulls it out. No question about it. Washington at Atlanta. Atlanta playing, uh, you know, not to where we would expect them to be at this time of the year. Can the Redskins go in there and win one in hot Atlanta? You know, I was going back and forth on this one. I realized that the Redskins are playing very, very tough right now for their coach and uh, their teams under a lot of scrutiny, as well as their owner. But I just think this, it'll be too much in Atlanta. I think Atlanta will start finding their stride. Uh, they've uh, been a stagnant, stagnant as of late, uh, coming off a couple of losses. But I think that they'll begin to start finding out who they are and, and realizing their identity, and they will use this game for it. Check them out. Now, a season removed from the Super Bowl, Arizona Cardinals starting to play a little bit better at Chicago, who was playing a little bit better at the same time. So this is uh, one of those games, Wizzle, that can uh, lead maybe a team towards the playoffs. Who do you got in this one, Arizona at Chicago? I got Arizona in this one, and it's no disrespect. I realize that both teams need to find their stride right now. I just think that uh, uh, Arizona is closer to having what it takes, and they realize they have what it takes. Uh, they need to, you know, obviously block better, take some the, the X's, nose uh, part of the game a little bit more serious and really take advantage of their talent, uh, obviously. And uh, I'm going to take Arizona in that. Well, the Battle of the Bays now, Green Bay at Tampa Bay. Can the offensive line keep Mr. Rogers, who is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, off of his back? That seems to be the only problem with the Green Bay Packers. Who do you got in this one? I have Green Bay. Uh, obviously, uh, he t he's on his back, like you said. Uh, he takes a lot of contact as a quarterback. He's roughed up a lot, but he does deliver, and I think that he will deliver against Tampa Bay. Ooh, Green Bay on the road. Now, Carolina at New Orleans, one of the only undefeated, along with any left in the NFL. Uh, can Carolina go down there and squeak one out? They're always uh, a, a decent team. They just, man, they can't find their stride at all. Carolina at New Orleans, who do you got here? Well, you know, uh, Carolina is a very dangerous team. A lot of the experts have predicted an upset this week for, for New Orleans, but I just don't think it can happen. I just don't think they can put up enough points. And I think that every every week uh, New Orleans finds a way 
and, and finds a, a new way and a, a new identity with the type of team they are. They're tough, they're resilient, and they're, they might not have the best team, but it's, they seem to know how to make plays, and they have some veterans back there. So I'm going with New Orleans in this. From New Orleans, uh, Gumbo to Seattle, Salmon, Detroit, uh, at Seattle, Wizzle 206, what can we do? Is this an upset? Does Seattle start moving up in the west or what? Seattle will obviously have to take advantage of the team that they're playing. Uh, they're not ranked very highly, but at the same time, it's another game and another opportunity, like you said, to get that win in the, in the conference. So, uh I'm going to go with Seattle to take the nine and, and, and to take advantage of the weather as a, as a home field type of deal because it's monsoon, tsunami type of deal going on. So uh, I really think Seattle will take advantage of it. There you go. Now, a game that a lot of people are talking about, San Diego, who is trying to find their stride and is playing pretty well at New York Giants. And the Giants have been kind of ebb and flow, started off 5-0, and dropped quite a few as of late. Can San Diego and Mr. Rivers go in there and upset uh, Mr. Manning in NYC? Yes, they can. They will go in and upset them. I'm sorry. Yes, they will go in and upset them. It is San Diego, and they will handle their business. Now, Tennessee at San Francisco, this is a game, obviously, uh, you, you got the quarterback back in Tennessee. San Francisco has been good, then they're not so good. What do you got here? Uh, you know, I really like the addition of Vince Young right now. Uh, he's back now, and they have the leading rusher in the week. I'm taking Tennessee in this one. Okay. Dallas and Philly. Now, this is a hard-hitting game. Two teams that absolutely do not like each other. Dallas going into Philly. They're saying that Dallas is back. They're going to be playing better. Philly, who, you know, for whatever reason, no one's giving them a lot of credit, but they're winning ball games. They get Mr. Westbrook back this week. Uh, what do you say, Dallas at Philly? I think that Dallas uh, will go in and actually upset Philly. I've got a couple of reasons why. First of all, I think that uh, Tony Romo is really underrated, under pressure. I think he'll be able to take advantage of some of the, the blitzes and, and some of the coverage and also the fact that Mr. Williams will be a factor this week. I know that he's been under a lot of scrutiny uh, in terms of being ranked and rated as the number one receiver. But uh, I'm going to go with Dallas and the upset. Ooh, on the road, the Cowboys, Philly. Oh, that would make the billion-dollar stadium owner very, very happy. No question about it. Now, uh, Monday Night Football has a great game for you. Denver obviously getting beaten last week by Baltimore. They just signed Ty Law. That is one heck of some defense that they got going on now. Uh, Pittsburgh at Denver, Mile High, Roethlisberger, Denver Broncos. What do you got here, Whistle? I am going to go with the Super Bowl champs. I am going with Pittsburgh. I know it's going to be a tough game, obviously. Uh, but I look for Denver to, 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 to compete well. But uh, I think that in the end, uh, Coach Tomlin and his staff will, will take complete advantage of Denver. Uh, it's too much, too much experience at the quarterback. Uh, and also their approach. And, hey, it's time for them to sharpen it up and start competing. So I'm going with Pittsburgh. Now, w would you say that uh, 
Tomlin is underrated as a coach whistle because, I mean, obviously he's won a Super Bowl. you got to give the man credit. But at the same time, uh, these, these are the type of games that he seems, I, I, just from what I witnessed, he seems to thrive on. He makes his team thrive. I mean, we have to really start putting this man in elite uh, coaching status, in my opinion. What, what do you say of Coach Tomlin? Oh, without a doubt. You have to give him uh, full credit. He's uh, well-prepared. Uh, he's a good motivator, and those are huge keys and factors in terms of dealing with your team. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's, you know, something in common. I was thinking that same thing with uh, uh, watching Blazers last night and the type of job that Nate McMillan does and how he doesn't get a lot of credit but yet flies under the radar. And I was just thinking how nice that must be to, to, to have a job and not be under much scrutiny but – and have a very, very good team at the same time and, and have job security. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of weird, but uh, I'm sure they're happy in their positions, and I'm happy for both of them. No question about it. Well, I'm looking for job security, too. No question about that, Wizzle. Well, until next week, as long as these picks keep coming through, I will have a job, Wizzle. No question. Until next week, same time, same place. That was the Wizzle. Peace. Lunchable, Capri Sun. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys know this show was all about Bob Marley this week we thank you for tuning in and we want you to definitely check us out next week Saturday at 5 o'clock peace peace